to Tech Fever, Play Everything's weekly tech podcast right here on youtube.com forward slash play everything where we talk about everything in the tech world, everything from smart home to home theater to AI and robots alongside me today, as always, is my co-host and counterpart, Kevin Quillo. What's up, dude? I think you spoke a little bit too early, just a heads up. Well, I mean, should we redo it? No, no, I think it's fine. <laughs> I think next time maybe just hold a little bit. Hold a little bit, you know what I mean? I think looking I got for- there. I looked. I was looking. I think I got there. Yeah? I'm, oh, I'm, st- I'm still All adjusting right. to this whole uh podcast from home and doing it through uh discord and all that nonsense so still an adjustment period for me come Mm -hmm. far away from the first yeah 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 yeah. no definitely we were look we were building out the the this our second setup with the browser and a little fun stuff to do always fun to set these obs stuff up yeah it is it is time consuming too god so much time gone yeah yeah but how are you doing uh, we missed last week because the internet I have uh, Sonic, which is phenomenal internet. But uh, when they originally set us up, uh, set it up for us, uh, we got a, yeah bad modem. So I literally couldn't connect at all last week. So uh, that, that show fell through. But we're here. I want to live that life. I honestly like it's one of those things that's like, man, that's sad. I can't even imagine no internet. I wouldn't be able to function. The other day I had no internet for like an hour and a half, having a panic attack. Yeah, how do what do you do? Can't even turn on your lights. Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta but, go back. To flip switches. Yeah, ugh, ugh, touching yeah. those. Um, yeah. But no, it, it honestly, fiber optics one of the best uh, decisions I think I've ever made in terms of uh, switching to the internet. Not everybody has it, but if you're able to get it, look into it. Uh, it's really, really worth it. And it's not that expensive. At least here. At least. Yeah, here. I mean, it's it's. For like, I've done a lot of research on like the prices of internet speeds because uh, like the studio we're always trying to get the most like the fastest internet for the best price. Yeah. Um, and it like unfortunately the areas that the kind of funny studio has been and will be going do not have good options. Essentially, like all we can have is like I think one gig down, which is cool, but we don't need that. We need up, and for up, like the highest we can get is like forty <laughs> megabits up. That's and it's upsetting. like that's yeah, it's devastating. And but anyways, like yeah, looking into it, Sonic's prices have were like up there at the top. Yeah, I or mean, like you know at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know the top of the they bottom. They were the best. Yeah, they were the, they were the top of the bottom prices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome, man. I mean, uh, I don't know if you have anything else to talk about right now, but I mean, we can get we can talk some tech. You want to talk some tech? Oh man, tell me, hit me with that news. I am ready to hit you with news now. This first story. Uh, very, I'm not very excited about. That's an overstatement. Uh, Sonos is uh, finally coming out with a new play bar. They haven't updated their play bar in quite some time. Um, this is a story from the Verge that I got playing right now. So Sonos is finally making its long-awaited push into Dolby Atmos home theater audio. Uh, that effort starts with the new 799 Arc, a premium soundbar that replaces the play bar in Sonos's product lineup, the Oddball uh, uh, play-based speaker. All right, so the oddball play-based speaker designed to fit underneath the TVs, I don't know if you've seen this thing, it's like a flat, stupid-looking thing, uh, is also uh, yeah. being discontinued uh, today as Sonos uh, simplifies your options to the arc and beam. Um, it isn't the cheapest at $800, and it's $100 more expensive than the original play bar, but Sonos claims that the arc sets a new standard for the soundbar category, as they all do. Uh, it will be released June 10th, and will be only work with the new Sonos S2 app that launches on iOS. OS, Android, Windows, and Mac early this month. Uh, the Arc third generation sub and Sonos 5 are the first products built on the company's S2 platform, which will allow a higher fidelity audio, um, as evidenced here by Atmos, improved security and new features that Sonos isn't ready to talk about yet. That's interesting. It's so my question it, is, does it actually have Arc pass through, or like, does it utilize Arc? Yes, so yeah. it, it does have okay. HDMI arc on it, um, which is... It would be really dumb if it didn't, so that makes a lot of sense. Well, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do things like Atmos without it, um, which right, right. which is interesting because something now, really like... Quick, just to just to go over it, because like, I'm not super well-informed with sound stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm fine. But uh, arc is HDMI audio, right? Or uh, it can do... Yeah, it, audio like audio return like channel, 30. so it's actually eARC now. Um, which is like the newer one. So it's enhanced audio return channel. Mm. So and that's how many channels do you know? 
Have any idea how many channels that does? Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, to get into the article a little bit more, it is standalone. It is a 5.1 with the sound. No, no, no sorry. sorry. The e-arc or whatever it is. Uh, what do you mean how many channels is it? Because isn't that isn't that a big that? thing? It can it can send over way more channels than your standard uh, Spitif. What's that Spitif called? The, the Toslink cable. The the bigger one is going to be the uh, higher you you you're getting higher fidelity um, audio. I, I I don't know right. if because there are sound bars that don't use eARC that have like seven point one point you know four. Um, sure. So it's not necessarily the channels that you're getting, but the a lot of those times aren't those bullshit or. Yeah, they're bullshit. But I, okay, yeah, yeah. it's a, still a soundbar. It's gonna be bullshit, no, regardless. That's true. Like there, there's no way that well, you're it's not doing audio magic, you know. And yeah, like, like magic is about, a word for it. Yeah, well, we talked about it like uh, what last last show, which was two weeks ago. Um, that like, it is better than your TV, so that is a step up. So oh, yeah. you don't necessarily have to make the jump because like there is, it's a substantial jump when it comes to buying, you know, a sound system. No, absolutely. And uh, Sonos actually sounds pretty decent. Um, I, I definitely like them better than Bose. Um, and it's interesting that they went with the Atmos approach. So standalone, the bar is a 5.0.2. Um, so it has two side firing. Oh, I can actually probably get this up. Um, it has- I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm very, very happy that they went with um, the Atmos because I feel like that makes it so Atmos kind of it, it, it kind of already is the standard for like cool audio, but like there is also what DTX. Yeah. Right, DTS, uh, DTX. Oh, and then that DTSX. Looks so cool. Yeah. So th- that's the sound where they made it longer because uh, obviously TVs are getting bigger. So if you want something that's more compact, you go with the beam. Um, and it has uh, this guy right here, which like I said, two side firing. And then it has uh, your left, your right, your center, and then your at most toppers. Um, I, I'm interested to see how it sounds. Uh, now the reason I bring up it, why it's interesting Whoa. to me is because Bowers and Wilkins, um, yeah. which is a, a premium, um, audio company, they decided to not do the HDMI to make their sound bars last longer. Right. Which is well, one of the reasons yeah. why, uh, the original Sonos play bar lasted so long is because it was only, it was only, um, optical, which obviously you miss out on some things on optical, but, um, yeah, but I feel like you with optical, it, it's one of those interesting things. Well, I've been doing research on stuff. Like it sounds like optical is actually not like it's comparable to RCA. Or yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, optical has been around forever. Um, no, yeah, but like, it's not like it's revolutionary. Like it's, it's not that great. And yeah. especially so, and that's another thing that they announced, right? Is they're, they're doing a new app. Um, so it's a completely new app that they're going to be running um, everything on, which is kind of annoying, um, especially if you have their old stuff, which I, I have to look into if you're able to actually use their, incorporate. yeah, incorporate this stuff, which I, I can't imagine you can't do that uh, because that would be infuriating to be yeah. able to um, not use your old stuff on the, the new app. Yeah, it's $800 is pretty steep, but again, it's they went the way of Dolby Atmos where, where Bose didn't go the way of Atmos. Bose kind of stick with their traditional look. I feel like for a premium soundbar, that's not that bad, right? Don't they go up to like 12, 1500 sometimes? 1500, but they also get the sub. So the sub itself is also $700. So oh, wow. yeah, oh, that so is you, an expensive you, goddamn sub. You're at 15 already, and that's a yeah. th- that would be a 7.1. So, eh, and then again, the rear speakers aren't that great either. So, it, but again, the for that, like, if you're just looking to do the um, the bar, basically, if it's not Dolby Atmos content, the Dolby Atmos upward firing ones will actually send the lower frequencies, almost like a subwoofer. So that's you cool. Almost don't 100 percent need a, a subwoofer. I mean, I yeah. recommend always getting one, but again, yeah. some people just want to do the bar. Subwoofer. You'd be fine. Yeah, you want to shake your house a little bit. Yeah. Whatever possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember when Tim got his subwoofer for his car. It was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, it, it was a totally different experience. Music, <laughs> that damn thing. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, like I said, it's been I think 2013 was the last time that they updated or they they brought the play bar out. So it, it was a long time coming. Um, yeah. uh, they did a lot more than Bose did when they. Uh, when when Bose kind of updated their soundbar, so that's nice. That at least it's something like new and kind of innovative. 
And then you have the mm-hmm. beam there if you want something smaller and more compact. So very cool news today. It wasn't uh, when I wrote the news, it was a rumor and then it was yeah. actually announced today. So uh, cool stuff coming from Sonos. Did you see anywhere the connections? Like, does it have optical in? doesn't look like it looks like it just has USB and, and you, yeah, HDMI. I think USB for an updating port. Yeah. And then uh, HDMI. It's, that's, that's there's no way that's not Wi-Fi e-oak. updates. No, it is, but sometimes, you know, yeah. if you need to yeah, update yeah, it, like, manually, yeah. you can. Like, if it's, like, broken, why and would, then you need to why manually update it. Why would you just stick an optical cable on there, or an optical, optical port? Why would you want an optical port, though? Like, that was the whole but, point of this thing. But, but I know, I understand, but, like, future-proofing, and like or backwards-proofing, yeah, path-proofing, where it's, like, that technology will still be used no matter what, because it's in devices that legacy devices, but then at that point you can't even use the Atmos on the bar. So at that point you're, you're, you're screwed. You're upgrading the bar. And that's the issue with the Atmos bars is like, if you do want to run it through optical, you're not going to use that. Uh, the, the, but I'm saying incorporate both. Yeah. But let's say it does go out of style, right. And you still want to keep the sound bar and you want to just do it through optical. You still don't get to use half your sound bar in a lot of the capabilities that it can do. No, yeah, but like you would imagine that you still have your, you know, Blu-ray player with Atmos and you've got your Atmos discs that you can put on there and switch the input source and when you want to watch an Atmos movie with like the older stuff, yeah. I mean, yeah. Interesting. I mean, everybody's cutting on the optical port now. I mean, you have like the remember the PlayStation did it first, man. Yeah, PlayStation did it first. So it broke my heart cuz that's actually one of the ways we incorporate it into our streams. Yeah, so. I mean, you just get a pro like an adult. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. That's what we <laughs> We're just like, well, fuck the Slims. Uh, so, yeah, cut, cutting corners, I assume, to make it not, you know, $900. I guess an optical port would cost an extra $100. But who knows? Uh, speaking of cool Ooh, things. White, too. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it comes in black and white as well. Sorry, I don't know if I, I got like into all the, the white details. Looks like it's just a like photoshopped image where it doesn't look real. They all kind of look photoshopped at this point. Like yeah. I haven't seen like a real one. It all yeah, kind of looks like the staged photos that they use for like uh, marketing. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, so you sent me this article. This is actually really neat. I think it's very. I don't know how. Yeah, this is some crazy shit where it's like I. Well, no, I mean this is useful. Sure, one watt though. Okay, so NFC can now be used uh, for wireless charging up to one watt. Sorry, let me let you keep going before. <laughs> <laughs> so wireless charging is great, but the large coil. Oh, I don't know. I I, I probably shouldn't have uh, actually copied all the editorializing. Uh, so basically, there you can do NFC wireless charging now. Um, how? I should have I should have editorialized this myself. It's fine. It's fine. Let's just break this down for a moment. So they've just made it so you can use nfc for wireless charging that to me is insane it is crazy that you're able to NFC do it right now is what used for passing small amounts of information quickly right so you've got your credit card information on there you tap it boom you're in right you can transfer um contacts through that stuff too and now they somehow were able to be like oh hey this could work as a wireless charger yeah it's one watt but like that's not like I, I still have plugs on like a, I have a little USB box that that has four USB slots and one of them is one watt and I use that to plug my headphones in and charge it and like overnight it's no problem. I I don't even think like the, the batteries on the headphones it, not huge. Yeah, and, impre- and, and this that, is like that's actually the picture that they used was a uh, Samsung charging Samsung Galaxy Buds. Um, but yeah, the same technology that you use for mobile payments is now technically is capable of transmitting and receiving power. Uh, the N- NFC form recently approved a new wireless charging specification for powering small battery-powered uh, consumer and IoT devices. The new standard doesn't require an additional antenna for power transfer, uh, which could keep costs down. There's no major catch. The standard can uh, only transfer up to one watt of power, a far cry from the 30 watts plus that uh, usually you get with wireless charging docks. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I was way off. Yeah. Oh, it's one amp is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's quite different. Right? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay. Way weaker than... than... But yeah. again, so- I wonder how long... Do they say how long it takes? No. So this is really the end of the article. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at one Ooh. watt, I can't imagine you get a ton of uh, battery off that. But, I mean, if you're in an office job, right, and you don't have, I mean, I guess that makes no sense because you can just plug it in. I don't know what you would use this for, to be honest, but it is cool that so something that o- obviously driving, wasn't meant for it. Somewhere. You have like an hour drive. You got your phone connected to Bluetooth and you're like, oh, you know what? I didn't charge my headphones last night. I'm going to put my phone down right there, turn the NFC thing on, put my little guy on top of it. And by like by the time I get to wherever I'm going, I'm going to have a little bit of charge in there. You said you're driving? Yeah. Why don't you just plug it in? Well, I didn't have the cable with me because I have that set up at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Only one cable. Uh One One cable Kev is what they call you. Well, in my car at all times, I've got a lightning cable and a USB Mm Type-C. The problem is my current headphones, which the Jabra... Micro USB. Bullshit. Yeah, micro USB. Terrible. Although the Google Buds 2 have Type-C, which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? Isn't it exciting we're moving away from micro USB? Ah, God. I'm so excited that like both platform, both like both standard cables, the Lightning and the USB Type C, are reversible. Doesn't matter if you flip it, either way. Yeah, either it way, still charges one fine. way they're so much faster than uh, like micro USB. And on top of that, I hated um, like remember USB Mini and then how like just yeah. it completely wiped out. You can't even find the cables now. Now it's getting to the point to where micro USB, you can't even find the, the, the cables. Man, I have thousands of those cables. So many. I was doing organization on the studio because I, I redid all this and I was zip tying all my uh, cables like for extra, like to, to store. I have at least 25 different variations of the micro USB. I'm very excited to get to the point where I'm sitting down and organizing all my cables. I cannot freaking wait. It's going to be so much fun. Too much. So many HDMIs and so many micro, like just so many, like, and, and some of them are this long, you know, like, to I, it, love like those. <laughs> I love those, dude. Those are the best, especially if you've got a PlayStation VR. Cause like, that's suddenly one less thing you have to manage those wires. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what are you going to do with like an inch? Well, first of all, you don't have an HDMI cable. It's an inch. The shortest ones they make are six inches. No, it's like that big. Swear to God. Fuck, bring it out, dude. Yeah, okay. Suddenly that's six inches. That's not six inches. That's maybe six. Bro. That's what you tell Bro, people six inches are. We're <laughs> yeah, pretty big in my hand. That's what I'm saying. Um, but uh, uh. the the six inch one is ideal for plugging in from the PS4 into the PSVR little dock. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all I need. Six inches because it sits right on top of it. You know? I keep telling yourself yeah. that, but there's definitely smaller than uh, than uh, six inches. Just I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, HP as uh, new Omen. So I kind of added this just because people hate the Omens, and they had so many issues. I remember uh, I during during the the holidays, it was uh, again. I work in retail. They had to recall. We had this huge palette of HP Omens, and they were all disasters like they had to recall them just because um what was like the main issue they they weren't working properly and i know uh they had like hard drive issues as well which could be dangerous because you can light your house on fire though <laughs> and, yeah uh so yeah they recalled like all of them and then when they brought them back they're just like kind of janky and like didn't work that well so they're making another attempt at it hp has the deb- debated a uh, fresh lineup of Omen desktops, the 25L and the 30L uh, with improved specs and a clean new design that ditches the edgy gamer aesthetic uh, for something a little more refined compared to HB's older Omen desktop designs. Particular one uh, we'll refer to as the Death Cube. The new design is far less diverse and a lot more elegant. It got rid of a lot of the the flashy old logo with a simplified new look of the chassis. Sure, you can set the LEDs display to whatever color Chass- you like. Obviously, chassis. You say that cha- chassis? Chassis. I don't know. Anyway, the <laughs> the lineup starts hey, real out quick. The long, the shortest HDMI I can find on Amazon right now is a foot. So you look really dumb. That's not true. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's, I mean, it's Amazon. So you tell me, man. A foot. That's twelve inches. So that even goes against what you're saying. I know. So I can definitely find you a six inch one. I'm just saying right now. Oh, you just said you. you can only find you can only find. Okay, coffee. all right. So I just found a seven-inch one. What so, a weird! What a weird! Who does seven yeah, inches? Again, it has a purpose. I know, it but works, like, why not six? Perfectly. 
seven's such a weird anyway i bet you it's like a length thing where they like they calculated that if they like the, the giant roll of like whatever wire they use seven inches is like the ideal spot to make like x amount anything work anything mm-hmm. pretty standard could be again i definitely have a uh, smaller oh there we go six inches mono price Black. type in four inches type in four inches no i'm doing it i'm typing it in <laughs> uh getting back to the story real quick uh, while you're looking that up the lineup starts at 899 uh with the hp omen 25l by the way the naming's dumb uh they did it because that's how many yeah. like how much you can hold in them like in liters yeah what a dumb. what a dumb naming scheme <laughs> so dumb. Be fun. how many liters you can fit in this we don't even use liters as standard here <laughs> no but isn't hp an american company i have no idea I that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hewlett Packard, yeah. yeah. So Valley, those specs include the Intel Core i5 uh, 10400 and the AMD Ryzen 5 3500 processors to start. Uh, for graphics, it uses the NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1650 and the AMD Radon uh, RX 5. 5500 uh, the machine has eight gigabytes of uh, HyperX fury ddr4 uh ram uh and 256 gigabyte wd black m2 ssd and 500 watt cooler master bronze power supply uh the, again that's the base one and then obviously you can go up in specs as you go but these are going to be the only two that they're going to be doing uh, off the bat, the I mean the the starter one is a little bit underpowered. Uh, obviously, as you go higher, you get better specs. But uh, the higher one retails for twelve hundred. Um, so obviously, even on that one, you're not getting anything too crazy, um, mm. like you would on like an iBuy Power or a MSI. So take that with I as you will. Say it looks cool. They did a good job designing it, looking cool. That like weird cube on the side, the little. Uh, Rom- rhombus rhombus here let me pull it up i'll pull it up for the looks uh, pretty uh, rad with the the led lit uh fan i don't hate it i don't hate it the specs are whatever and it's you know <laughs> the, uh, as long as it looks possible, cool whatever whenever possible build your own pc do the research necessary and uh it's going to be cheaper look i'm not going to hate on pre-builds i have a pre-built uh um, I'm, I'm not hating on pre-builds all i'm saying is you will save money if you do it yourself and it's nowhere near as hard as it like you think it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I actually got uh Sean here in the studio. He's actually starting to build his PC. Oh, excuse me. That's great. That's PC. Great. Sorry. I didn't mean to burp on the mic. I know you, how you hate it. Um, uh, yeah. I didn't actually hear it. So it's, I didn't even know you broke. Now I'm mad at you. That's okay. Um, it's uh, really to me, quick. I have a brief update here on uh, update. USB update. No, 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 HDMI. Oh, HDMI. Uh, what? Uh, we were doing USB. No, we were talking HDMI cable. No. Micro yeah, we USB. Talking... That was the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You can get a micro there. USB that's four inches. You can get one that's tiny. We were talking get... about micro USB the entire time. No, we, we switched off to HDMI cables. That's no. why I kept talking about PSVR. <laughs> no, Although the PSVR also requires a micro USB cable, which I do have a... I think that one is a six-inch one as well. We were talking. You even said micro USB. Somebody go back and clip this. No, Comment yeah. down below, Kevin. I said micro USB, and you're like, "Yeah, micro USB. You could get it for you know. You can only get it six inches." No, you're crazy. You misunderstood. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I hope they clip it out, and I hope they get you good. I won't. Or they won't. Shoot, I'll clip it out myself. Mm-hmm. Well, so what was your update? No, it was on the HDMI. The shortest one I could find was six inches. Well, they they sell one point five at. Oh wait, no, it's foot. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. You sound so dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Samsung and LG warn of the worst financial impact of COVID-19 is still to come. Uh, Samsung and LG just reported their first quarter results for the the three-month period ending March, with earnings likely uh, largely unaffected by the COVID-19 pandemic. However, both companies warn that the impact will be felt over the current quarter uh, ending in June, namely Samsung and LG expert con- uh expect customers to cut back significantly on TV and smartphone purchases. In Q1, Samsung's net profit was down slightly compared to the same quarter last year, but revenue was up 5.6% overall thanks to the strong demand for its server and mobile compo- components. Uh, the company said that uh, that some 
some of its consumers are restocking uh, on chip supplies because supply uncertainty. Reuters noted uh, mobile profitability was up, although shipments were down. Meanwhile, LG's net profit rose 88% compared to the same uh, time last quarter. So uh, they kind of get into this a little bit more. Um, obviously we're in the new TV time. This is when the new TVs start rolling out. I'm already seeing the CXs and the GXs and the, the TUs from Samsung come out. Um, they're, in, they're preparing for impact, uh, basically saying that this is greatly gonna, uh, that TV profits impact, are going to decline yeah. significantly. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of people don't, you know, have jobs right now. Yes. A lot of them yes and no, because at the same time, sports. at the same time, I like, Best Buy is super busy. And again, this is anecdotal, but um, Best Buy is super busy at the moment. There are still people coming in buying, you know, the 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 OLEDs. The the uh, somebody I saw someone buying AK today. Um, so that's still going on. Sure. Now, I again with their model that they're doing right now with retailers being closed, I don't know how much of that is gonna like. I, I I really think that the issue will come when people are have gotten their jobs back and are starting to try to build a savings. And like, I think that there's this, this whole dilemma is going to have a long tail. And I think that that's exactly what they're trying to prep people for where it's like, these numbers aren't from now. These are numbers from two to three months ago. Right. Yeah. Right. Before, you know, all this really, all the madness. Exactly. So it's like, Hey, it's not like, I think that we're going to see a big decline with, so many companies in the next three months. Well, especially once everything's lifted, right? Because people are at home now and they're like, oh, we need to upgrade. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like this. once we get next quarter's quarterly report. Oh, yeah. It's going to be way down. Everything it's going to be is. way down. And that's what they're trying to get people ready for. Yeah. Because like what they're afraid of is they report that and their numbers are fucking bottomed out and everyone going and selling the stock and like the stock market having a crazy crash. Which uh, potentially couldn't ha- can happen. I, I know there's so many scary aspects yeah. of this, but I would be interested to see if I mean, what they lose they, on TVs if they make up on computers and monitors. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's interesting, but I feel like TVs are so much more expensive for the most part, with the exception of like monitors that ultra are ultra like, wide, yeah, QLED, like, fifteen hundred. I don't feel like your average person is spending, you know, $1300 on a monitor. Yeah, but Man, the qual- but the amount that they're going though is so high. I don't know, just a, a little thought exercise out there for the yeah, yeah. For But the what people. I'm saying is like your your average TV price I have to assume is somewhere around because the expensive ones are so expensive and like people actually go and buy those, it must be somewhere around like $1,200 a sale, right? No, I, so I could just get, again, anecdotal evidence, but from uh, my team at the place where I work, average selling mm. price is $600. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But like, I'd imagine monitor prices are way lower. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you, well, like 500 300 or is like the, the you no, know what I, I mean? I, yeah, that would be interesting. I would be interested to see what the actual average monitor price would be because obviously that's skewed. There's still people that buy the, the more expensive OLEs, things like that. But there's a lot more people who buy TVs that are in the $600 range than they do in the, you know, $1,500 range. Right, 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 right. But again, interesting thought exercise. Uh, they're just preparing their investors right now. Uh, I, I thought it would. It's interesting that they're now prepping. Like, hey, when these numbers come out, don't pull out your stocks because we still need to run and be a business. Yeah, and it's it's going to be interesting. Because sorry, my camera got all messed up because no, I moved it. You're good. <laughs> uh, now, I, anything else to say on this one? Yeah, I mean, keep an eye on stuff. If you've got money saved, I, you know, in the next four months, probably a good time to buy stocks because they're probably going to take a substantial dip and that shit's not going to last forever. Like the economy is going to recover eventually. Yeah, these and companies these are going to get their money either way. Yeah. So, you know, use that Robin Hood kind of funny code. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if you've covered this uh, next story. Um, on, we have. Okay. So we have indeed. I could skip it. I just thought no. there was an interesting. Okay. So you can throw it out there. I don't care either way. This was an interesting conversation just because going into digital and more in the, the text 
side of this, right? But uh, AMC theaters will no longer play Universal movies after Trolls World Tours uh, on-demand success. Uh, AMC theaters will no longer play Universal films effective immediately after unacceptable unacceptable comments uh, were made by... That's a funny thing to say really quick. Effective immediately? It's like, all right, well, AMC isn't playing any fucking movies right now. You know what I mean? Stupid. yeah. Uh, comments uh, were that were made from UB, uh, NBC Universal's CEO Jeff Shell uh, on its decision to bypass traditional th- th- theoretical release of uh, tr- Trolls World Tour and made it digital exclusive. According to Hollywood Reporter in an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Jeff Shell noted that uh, Trolls World Tour succeeded their expectations, pulling nearly in $100 million in revenue through digital sales alone and more than 5 million copies sold. As a result, Shell noted that as soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats, meaning some, which that's the unacceptable. Like, the, yeah. <laughs> that's like, which <laughs> is crazy. I, I, it's cool that like they they don't seem to be upset that they did release the movies in um, uh, home stuff because Corona like yeah they seem to be giving that the pass but it is where it's like hey 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 that's where we're drawing the line you sons of bitches yeah like, you will not be doing this shit afterwards and I understand that that makes total sense yeah, like, that's why their, would you go that's to the their theater? business model but I know so many people that don't like going to the theaters I personally love it obviously. But uh, like I know a lot of people that would would prefer to watch it from home, even at, at a premium cost. Yeah, which is interesting. They're going for like twenty bucks, right? The movies, do you know? Uh, I think it's twenty four, maybe twenty bucks to rent. That's not crazy. No, it's not crazy. Well, I mean, it it's, depends on when you go to the theaters and where. Some movie theaters, like matinees, are like twelve bucks. Well, if you think about it, you get a bunch of people to chip in. Twenty four is a lot cheaper than you know. Sure, but then you have to go and hang out together. You know. You can't no more than five. Well, I mean, right now, but like afterwards, (laughs) like, can you imagine you have five people coming over to this futon over here trying to watch my 65? I mean, it's small enough. They they wouldn't go there. They'd go to Tim's. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, meaning some movies will continue uh, with the uh, theoretical. I can't say theater releases uh why others uh would go digital uh to digital retailers or possibly land on UB, uh, nbc's universal new streaming service peacock which nobody will watch all those movies will bomb uh the Dude, mo- peacock coming out now is or you know soon very soon the end of this month is like the best thing they honestly they should try to push to come out sooner they missed their window right man now, they missed yeah, they their might. window they might. if they would have came out like earlier on like disney plus came out at a good time because it was like they got that good holiday hype and then it went into well, this now with all the kids not having shit to do <laughs> yeah, man i'm sure uh so yeah that that's uh, not to get too much into it but that was the unacceptable comment right that he was talking about uh and then universal has something like fast and the furious 9 coming out like how's that gonna affect it but the the interesting part of this is theaters that's are what's dead affect us personally yeah well theaters are dead at this point in, in my opinion, whereas, okay, this is the first domino falling. Everything's going to go. I don't know dead. Chill out, all right? Chill well, out. What do you think they're going to go? He's going to backtrack on his comments. Oh, we're not going to do digital releases. He saw how Maybe. much the money. That's the, real shit. Yeah, but the movie just made a ton of money. Yeah, but there's a, there's a fuck, I haven't read the article yet, but there's a headline that, here, let me see if I can pull it up, that we have for screencast. Sources say, so this is a Hollywood reporter, sources say that Trolls 2 top voice stars, including Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick, were not informed ahead of the announcement that the film would be arriving on demand early. Now the star's reps are asking for them to get paid. I don't know what that means. That means that like... Do they usually get paid after it releases on... No, no, no. I think legally... There's there's a bunch of laws and stuff that like movies are super complicated in the sense that like it's a union too so I mean but it, but what I'm saying is like the what was the the X Men movie that like keeps getting pushed the New Mutants yeah keeps getting pushed and isn't just being put out because like contractually they're obligated to uh, put it out in theaters so there are uh, like legal obligations that they have to com- like keep to and if they get broken. There's going to be like financial things like they might have to say pay some sort of penalty fee for some of the actors, depending on their contracts. So like this, I don't think this is exactly over with uh, Universal. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I'm very I, curious to see how they handle it. I, I, the and money I can't I can't imagine seeing the money that you made from doing a digital release, right? And then being mm-hmm. like, oh, let's add a middleman to this. Like when you realize that this was the domino falling, where we the, we did this thing and it worked out really really well for us. Why do we need the middle guy? Um, so now is a good time to invest in a home theater system because yeah, if things I, I do start. But this thing's really, not going away. COVID's not going away, right? So after, I mean, I, life will go back to normal. And in a year, I think it, like no, yeah, less pe- than that. people are going to be scared to go out, like in terms of like go to a movie theater because yeah, and, sure. Until yeah, there's yeah, like until there's a vaccine, oh sure. But at that point, the the fat lady would have already sung. How long can know. AMC stay afloat? Realistically, that's true. That is a concerning thing. But the thing is. I, I don't know that that is a concerning thing, and like AMC going down because it is the biggest movie theater chain will affect stuff. Yes, absolutely. So that that's the one thing, and then like, you, okay, Fast and the Furious Nine. Imagine if they just did a digital release of it. Fuck, I really hope they don't do that. That would break my heart. That'd be awesome. No, it wouldn't. You're an idiot, and I hate you. Go to Tim's. <laughs> you get the same thing. Uh it's not the same thing though. It it's is. not. No, dude. The the what um. Well, the really some- heartbreaking thing is I, I hope they figure out. I mean, granted, thankfully we have a year, but I really hope they figure this out before uh, Fast 9 comes out or F9 or whatever it's called. Um, because, like, I want to watch that shit in fucking Dolby Atmos. Yeah. Like, Tim's Dolby Atmos theater, which isn't even completed yet, <laughs> will not be good as good as the actual Dolby Atmos theater. Like, the projector is prettier. The audio system works better. Like, these are facts. Well, see, I mean, I, I could, again, with Fast Night, you know how well that would do on digital release? And then that would be a huge fuck you to. Billion dollar movie. Like, it's going to do well, uh, uh, like in theaters. Like, for sure, it's going to do well. Maybe next year, the, like, the, the fears will still affect it a little bit, but I don't know. It's ballsy of AMC to do that, though, because imagine if they did do that, how much money they're losing out on. Like if they're yeah. like okay fine fast fine like you just said it yeah it's a it's you'd make billions in theaters now you yeah, don't have that revenue that you were counting on coming in yeah ballsy it's it's certainly very interesting like I don't I don't I feel like it's a it's a bold move for uh, Universal to make that sort of statement and the response makes a lot of sense from AMC and I would not be surprised if other, other theater chains like Century or Cinemark is, uh, I think the, yeah, the owners of Century and yeah. If Cinemark puts out a, a similar statement now it's been a week and they haven't. So that's interesting. They're not dumb. Now imagine if they do the fast and the, the fast and furious, uh, was it nine F nine, which one is it? Yeah, F9. I don't know. I've never seen any of these movies. Uh, really? Oh, you're fucked up for great. <laughs> but I imagine, yeah, I'm, not even, I'm not even joking. They are a lot of fun. I, I, I hear a lot about them. I couldn't care less. You should check them out. Uh, maybe, maybe in quarantine. But uh, imagine if Fast Five, 9 comes out and you can only go to Cinemark. And now Cinemark's making a ton of money. They opened a bottle. I can't believe they yeah. opened. But here's the thing. If it's, it's, on, if it's also being released at home... That's a big chunk of people that are just going to be like, oh, I'll watch it at home. Yeah, but if you don't have another theater to compete with, you're still going to be making the money. Like, you're not really going to be losing anything. I don't know. That, like, this is some shit that's never been done. Like, it's a wide exciting. Also. It's not exciting. It's because, exciting. Like, what, best case scenario, this all gets resolved and, like, we fucking miss F9 in the damn theaters. That's heartbreaking. I This makes me want to invest in my Bars and Wilkins speakers a lot faster. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I don't want that. I, this breaks my heart. I'm sorry, Kev. Nah, it's alright. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, it, oh. By the way, I don't know if you saw this next video on the article. I'll, I'll pull it up right now uh, for the people watching. Uh, muscle sensors may let you control a drone by clenching your fist. Uh, okay, it is going. Uh, MIT C-Sale researchers have developed a control method. Con. Uh, Conduct a bot. That's weird. Conduct a bot uh, that uses muscle sensors and motion detection for natural robot control. Algorithms detect gestures 
using both your movement as well as your activity on your biceps, forearms, and triceps. Uh, you can now wave your hand, clench your fist, and even tense your arm to steer the bot. The system doesn't need environmental cues, offline calibration, or per-person training uh, that could you, you could just start using it, uh, in other words, is what they're saying. So C-Sales uh, tech isn't ready for a uh, real-world use. Uh, a Parabot Bebop 2 drone responded to an 82%, uh, 82%, sorry, responded to 80% of the 1,500 gestures. Uh, promise, it's really promising on what they're doing, uh, but now that you depend on a vital situation, scientists uh, in, intend to refine the technology through and. Uh, including the option of more it's custom and more con- was that commercial use is basically what they're saying, right? It's not ready for commercial use. No, yeah, it's not it's, it, the commercial use or um, anything serious, vital. Yeah, well, commercial use, and then also, I'm sure eventually we're going to get the actual consumer use as well. Mm-hmm. Because that would be cool. I mean, look at this. This is dope. He's yeah, just- no, it's really cool. It's interesting because I feel like this technology isn't super new, where it's like. Right? No, I like, feel like I feel like they sell a little toy, and I granted this is a much much dumbed down version. They sell a Star Wars toy that you put on, right? It's like a little crown you wear, and then you're supposed to use the Force to make the ball go up and down. And it's got little um, yeah, that's mind stuff like, though. This is actual physical like. But what I'm saying is like it, I imagine it's the technology is, is similar. I, I guess so. This no. is tracking motion. Yeah, your actual muscle response. I mean, it's cool. I mean, just the fact to see that you're flying a drone just by going like, you know. But I, like, what, what is around. the appeal of flying a drone with just your arm instead of I like don't a know. It's it's you know cool I mean? technology, Kevin, and that's what we are, that's why we have the fever here on Tech Fever is because sure, shit sure. like this is really really cool. What can it be used for? I don't know. Maybe when Iron Man suits are a thing, you can send off all these drones and you can control them right there. Okay, yeah. all right. You fucking got me. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think about the Iron Man aspect of it. It's there. You're right. Uh, and you can control these things while you're flying. It would be cool. It would be super cool. So, I mean, really, again, really right. consumer use. Run me over, you piece of shit. <laughs> consumer use, probably not super viable. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I would be interested to see what. I mean, it just looks rad, in my opinion. It, it does look rad. It's interesting. I didn't like it at first, but Iron Man use makes total sense. I'm in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what the folks at MIT are working on over there. And uh, speaking of drones, UPS will use drones to deliver prescriptions to retirees in Florida. Residents of the largest retirement community in the U.S. will soon have the option to have their drug prescriptions deliver them uh, partly by air. Uh, starting this May, UPS and CVS plan to use autonomous drones to shuttle medicine to people in the villages, uh, in the villages, Florida, giving them a high tech way to practice social distancing. Um, as it has been done in the past, UPS will use Manternet M2 quadcopters, uh, to deliver the prescriptions pictured. Uh, I should have pulled that up. Uh, Quadcopters, it's a quadcopter. You know what a quadcopter looked like. Yeah, yeah, it's Um, got four uh, fans on there. Yeah. At at, uh, first, the aircraft will drop off the orders at a pickup location with a human driver on the ground, uh, moving them the rest of the way, which honestly, this headline's super misleading because it's basically like the opposite of what you want to do, right? The the person should drive up there and be like, hey, I'm in the porch. I'm going to drive this little drone over. Or just at this point, like, (laughs) what? I, maybe it's a person that's in this the the uh, the retirement home already. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I think that might be what it is. Because what these, these old guys like, these old guys are gonna go out onto the golf course and pick up these prescriptions from this drone. They don't even know what it is. They're terrified. I I wish this technology was a little further along because I feel like right now would have been the perfect time for Amazon to be like, hey, we're actually gonna try this, um, and people would have been really excited and super like, yeah we get a drone and do this. So it's just unfortunate that like the technology isn't where we need it to be for the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's so it's approximately 135,000 people that are going to be in this program. Makes sense for the old people because they're so uh, in danger with everything that's going on right now. Sure. It's, it's very dangerous for them. Um, but yeah, there's, there's the quadcopter. You fucks. That's what it looks like. I haven't pulled up. Yet. Seen one of it those. Looks- 
Uh, the UPS package in it looks really cool. Do you yeah, think man. it drops it and has a little like uh, parachute that pops out? <laughs> that yeah. is so awesome. I, can't I hope it does. Back to states, but uh, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> like, no, no, like, no reason for that to be the case. <laughs> it's fine. Sure over. It drops the package. Retire and community, people. and it's all these parachutes. You just see them. That'd be awesome. I like uh, that. Uh, I like it's that picture. Pills. It's my pill. It's my heart medication. Yeah. Uh, so it's, cool. it's a smart use of it. Well, and this is essentially the pilot program, right? Where it's basically yeah, Amazon kind of played around with it. I wish it was someone bigger doing it, though. Hey, I mean, if if they're kind of looking at doing this, I'm sure Amazon's looking at something like this and being like, like I said, this thing's not going away in the next year. So they can easily be looking at this and like, maybe we should start revamping that um, that program again. So it could be to the point to where, you know, instead of having your packages stolen, they drop it right off in your backyard. I don't see it happen. It's too late. They fucked it up. Oh, UPS is doing it. CVS, who would have thought? Uh, a little update on uh, the Apple press briefing that uh, happened. Apple's butter. Apple updated the 13-inch MacBook Pro. There's really no difference besides they fixed the keyboard. That's that, that's the, the long and bad? short of it. So it bad. I hated the butterfly keyboard. That mm. was that is the worst keyboard out there. Was that when Apple tried to do this butterfly shit? Sure. Unacceptable. It it just felt so mushy, and it mm. it just there's no tactileness to it. Um, and if you look at the 16 inch MacBooks, which are out already, uh, the pros uh, they have the the old keyboard or the old new keyboard. Um, mm-hmm. which it, it just feels so much better. But uh, yeah, essentially, th- honestly, nothing's really changed. So, I'm sorry, is it, is it a new design or it's using the old design? It's like an that? old new, it's a, the old design, but yeah, the it's tweaked. Yeah, it's tweaked and has better, you know, tactileness to it and better sure. response to where it doesn't fail as much. But they, they were so, this is the issue with Apple. They're so concerned with everything looking so sleek and like slim is then you sacrifice something like a keyboard, which is so vital to a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like ugh, but the screens are beautiful, but you know the thing that you, you interact with is terrible, and it it's frustrating. I'm glad that they're doing this. I'm glad I've been waiting for this. Um, I actually a couple years ago I wanted to get a MacBook and I held off because I was like I'm not buying that keyboard, um, and I was actually looking into like gaming keyboards because I love I love a tactile keyboard. But why a MacBook? You know why? <laughs> they're so good, Kevin. They're so good. Like MacBooks are amazing they last forever like they really that, don't that slow down true. that they much last a really long time paula's still using her super old macbook yeah and they don't slow down like a pc like i expect the pc i bought to like start slowing down eventually like not any just like keep it, man keep it clean you know what i mean go in there delete stuff you don't need delete the maybe cookies, reset it a couple browser times. history but it's just a lot you can do you just gotta know how to do it uh, the prices start at uh, 1300 and go up to 1800 And then, obviously, there's the 16-inch models, which uh, go into, like, the 4000s. Uh, but there is the, a lot more spec'd out. Um, so that's cool. I'm super happy that they fixed it. Uh, there is really no difference. Like I said, uh, I think there's a slight update to the display. Um, that's about it. So I just wanted to touch on that because I know that was big news. So a lot of people talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to skip this next article, and I'm going to go to the the basically the topic of the show, the article I really yeah, want to you, talk you about. You don't got to tell people you're skipping articles. You can just skip an article. Uh, I'm going to do it, you know? And this is the topic of the show, you think? Yeah, I mean, this is fascinating. I is mean, it is, it, is it? Is it fascinating? All right, so, man, you know, they got unidentified. All right, here, here we go. Dick. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. So, I already did. <laughs> uh, the Pentagon officially releases UFO footage. Uh which has been around for a while. This footage has been out and leaked for a while, but they basically confirmed that, yes, these are Navy videos that are out there right now um, to, that, that Navy officers and um, air pilots have taken these videos. It is confirmed. It is from uh, the, these were classified and then leaked. So we, we saw these in like 2012, 2007 and 2017, um, all three of these videos. And now the Pentagon's officially going, Hey, like some real shit. Yeah, we this is real video. Now they don't say it's aliens, or they don't say like. Right. No, no, no. It is in fact an unidentified. Look how that thing object, moves. Look how UFO. that thing moves. It is a UFO. They don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. They still uh, don't know. Dumb bastards. 
<laughs> they know. You know, you got to imagine they know. But look no, at that thing. Look know. at how That's that the thing whole moves. Point. Otherwise, they'd be like, oh, yes, aliens. You know? The, I don't think they tell us. But they're showing us the video. Yeah, but they're like, oh, yeah, th- these are. Like, yeah, it's on there like, I don't know what this is. It's fucking weird. This is some scary shit, guys. <laughs> I'm surprised about it, But look at that, man. Look at how that thing moves. That's right. Uh, not so much that it's one. Scary. But I'm scared. I'm real scared. It, the reason <laughs> this is on Tech Fever is because it's cool. We're going to see aliens eventually. Oh, I don't like it. Why is this happening? Because one of them's from 2007. Like, nothing moves like that in 2007. Like, there weren't really, like, drones like the way there are drones now. I mean, it's too big to be a drone. Yeah, I mean, it's massive. We're fucked, man. They're coming. You think aliens have been here? Um, I don't know that. Yeah, maybe. You know? I don't think it matters. Uh, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Well, because, like, they haven't killed us. So, if they have been here, it seems like they've been cool. So, all right. <laughs> I mean, space tech, right? There, there's space tech uh, out there. Apparently, don't know what that is. That's space I don't know tech. What do, you mean by that? What, what do you mean by that? Space tech. That? Yeah, space tech. What do you mean by space I, tech? I mean, we're eventually. I mean, the Hanukkah skip. Space tech exists. Yes. If if there are aliens. Yeah, I mean, which is crazy because we can get to that point. We can get to the point to where we can have those cool ships. I mean, right now, again, the article I uh, <laughs> I just skipped. I'm gonna talk about it. Um, the what? Well, what's the quote that like any advanced, like any sufficiently advanced technology will seem like magic to someone, like to a, a lesser? I don't know that quote. I have no idea. It, what you're it, talking about. It's a famous. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but it doesn't matter. But it, it's a quote saying that like at a certain point, advanced technology will seem to magic to us, and it's like yeah, it'd be cool if they could come down, share a little bit of their magic with us. You know what I mean? I know. I want their magic. I want their magic all around this earth. I'll do anything for it. You know. <laughs> Put any tentacle you want in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, that that's the magic. That's yeah. how you make the magic. <laughs> um, but with uh, with the article I skipped, right, uh, basically all these companies are going to be preparing to send people to the moon um, again and actually Why step foot on the moon. talking about the article? <laughs> I don't know. I, sh- I, I, I should have released them. I thought you were going to have more to say on the alien thing, but Kevin no, doesn't well, care about well, aliens. I'm talking about the alien thing. Yeah, you don't want to get in my conspiracy theory bubble. I get it. No, all I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Like, cool, if their aliens exist, great. I hope they don't want to kill us because if they if they want to kill us, they're going to kill us. You know what I mean? They are so much more advanced than we will ever be. Because, Well, I mean, not ever be, but like right now, it doesn't look like we're ever going to get to the point where we can go interstellar and they would have to be interstellar. No, you know Elon I mean? Musk is going to get us there. Huh? I said Elon Musk is going to get us there. Ah, that bastard's crazy. After he know. liberates oh, the USA. Soon these shingles will be in every house. <laughs> Where are these shingles? You know what I mean? <laughs> Where are they? These taxi, these uh, driverless taxis are going to be everywhere by 2021. San Francisco, now they're fucked. But where was I going with that? Oh, interesting theory. Now that we're just on aliens, though. Have you heard the theory where it's like after the nuke went off, they like started finding interest in us? Because they're no, like, oh, yeah, shit, they, they split the atom. This is an issue. I mean, there's what, uh, like, every really good, great, um, what is it, uh, like, sci-fi, like, show or, like, s- story with, like, aliens is always, like, once they figure out how to, like, do light speed ship, like, engines, like, they get invited into, like, cool, like, groups, right? What, what like, with the... Uh, cool groups. Well, like, Star Trek, they, the, the Federation came to exist because we figured out light speed and the R- Romulans? No. What are Spock people? Vulcans. Vulcans were like, oh, hey, congratulations. Get in the club. So, like, that's their rule. Like, if any civilization figures out how to get to light speed, they're going to bump into someone and they're going to have problems. Might as well bring them in the cl- club. Oh, is that the rule? It's like a uh, fight club? Yeah, exactly. Once you know <laughs> about it, you, you know, you, you're in. Well, Kevin, that's the news. Uh, you had like a, a review for us today, or not? Yeah, a review. Something to talk about some products that I bought. So let me. Here we go. So, there one of go. the things that I've been experiencing working from home is that uh, when I'm sitting here running all the shows, I don't feel comfortable leaving the desk because I need to know: is there a new time code I got to put on? Is there something I have to switch? But like, I often have to pee. Or want to get up for the dog, 
plenty of reasons to get up. This particular computer that I bought or that we built, uh, we doesn't matter. This bought computer, huh? I said bought and built. Well, no, this is actually a Dell pre-built one, but that doesn't matter. That's why, like, it was a custom job. It was great. This computer's fantastic. If you've got the budget to spend an obscene amount of money on it, a computer, then yeah, sure. A project build is, is totally fine. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it doesn't have Bluetooth because I was like, I'm not going to need Bluetooth. So I I then had to buy a Bluetooth transmitter, uh, which is this little guy, the Avanti, Avantri? Avantri, yeah. Um, and holy shit, I am so, so impressed with it. It um, The range that I have is... I can be from one side of my house to the opposite side. So we're talking easily 45 feet through an obscene amount of walls. Yeah, that's impressive. One, two, three, four, five walls, some of which are upwards of eight inch thick, which I like with my wireless headphones, with the the Jabra headphones that I have, usually two or three walls will cause a lot of interference. But I can be on the second floor and be like, oh, hey, a package just got delivered to the garage. Run outside, go into the garage, and still be hearing everything. It is phenomenal. There are some minor issues with it where um, there is a tiny, tiny delay, which if you're watching a movie, would not bother you. Uh, You would not notice. No, no, you wouldn't notice it. it. It's it's tiny. We're talking about maybe a quarter or an eighth of a second. But if you are talking into a mic that also has your audio, oh man, it's it takes some getting used to to learn how to speak more your tiny echo. Um, also, it has a, it can switch between transmitting and receiving mode. I haven't played with the receiving mode. I've had no need for it. It also has an HD version or a low latency version. I mostly use the low latency to try to re, uh, to try to alleviate the off audio. Um, another component that I had to bring in uh, to make this little setup that I, I put together work is my headphones. As a standard thing that kind of funny does when you get hired there is we buy you a pair of um, Audio Technicas. What are the M50s? Yeah, these are M50s. Yeah. What is that? M50X. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because we like them and they're like the standard. That way everyone has the same kind of audio experience. And if someone's like hearing something, the idea is we all have the same audio uh, profile, right? Yeah. Um, So I found this cool little attachment that just slides in and locks in to the side here that totally works. Uh, it turns my normal headphones into wireless ones. I think it's like thirty dollars. Um, yeah, so thirty five ninety five on Amazon. Right. In Free the shipping. time that, like, since we bought these headphones, Audio Technica now sells a a Bluetooth version. I think it's the ATH fifties XBT is what they're called. I think. I'll look it up. M M fifties. Yeah. Um, and so you don't have to do this workaround, but we own now nine pair of nine pairs of these headphones. So uh, if I wanted to make them into Bluetooth headphones, you know, this is an easy solution that's not too expensive. Um, Audio Technica M50. They're M50s with Bluetooth. So it's uh, M50XBT. There it is. All right. Um, yeah, the Bluetooth works really good. I've used it for music and podcasts, and there's no problem there. Uh, again, I know it's a very specific thing, but if you have these headphones, which I love, um, <laughs> turning them into wireless. Also, this company, if you click on the actual company, you can see the name is right up below the title. of. Yeah, there it goes. You can click and see their other products. They sell a bunch of different headphone attachments to turn your non-Bluetooth headphones into Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, the Bose. And the battery life lasts like a shocking amount. I don't have exact numbers, but I want to say it's over five hours. Um, I Certainly when I was painting uh, this floor, uh, I had the headphones on and I was listening to podcasts for, for a long, long time. And they seem to charge really quickly. 
That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, like I said, that if you have Audio Technicas out there and you are like, man, I really want to get the Bluetooth ones, I'm gonna save up. You don't necessarily have to mm-hmm. save up. You can get buy a thirty five dollar or one eighty in the I believe. It's about the same price, but you don't have you to then two pieces separately. But if you already have the Audio Technica headphones, this attachment is only thirty five dollars. So I imagine the. Bl- Bluetooth audio technicums come with uh, uh, a cord, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. So they switch over. Okay. Because yeah. I got to actually invest some for us here at Chip the Gaming. I mean, play everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the, the, the wireless, the Bluetooth transmitter, though, it's insane how the, the range is just That's great so range. much bigger than anything I've ever had. I think on there it says something like 150 feet without anything blocking it, which you, is absurd. Did you look into it before you bought or were you just kind of impulse buy? No, I, I looked into it pretty heavily. And like this was the one that – well, actually the one that was being recommended by a lot of different sources was no longer being made. And this is like the newer version of that. Okay. Yeah. But my main concern was range and uh, latency. And like this hit with both. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I'll, I'll, very exciting to be able to pee while like being aware of what's going on with audio or with the stream itself. I'm going to keep that in mind just because uh, I do have a couple uh, headphones around, laying around that aren't Bluetooth. Very smart. Uh, trying to get some deals of the day here. I'm going to have a review next week of the Logitech. Uh, and that Logitech was a G915 keyboard. Uh, so far, phenomenal. I'll give you an in-depth review next week if you. Uh, Does that have the programmable side buttons that can be used with with the uh, Stream Deck? <sighs> Unfortunately, it's not Stream Deck compatible. Uh, but that's the upsetting part. But it does have the G keys where they're macro keys, and you can, or it has macro keys, and then it has those keys where you can uh, program them to different things. But you can't do it through uh, Elgato's uh, software, which is that's uh, a bummer. It's it's upsetting uh, because I did on the the. The K95 Corsair one. But again, Corsair is the same company as Elgato. So that makes sense why they would kind of integrate it there. So that is the bummer that I lost that. But it's completely wireless. It's a gaming mouse. It feels phenomenal. Or ga- gaming uh, keyboard. Super low latency. I'm impressed with it. But again, I'll go into depth with that, that next week. Next week. Um, hitting you with some deals. Uh, I know the Apple Watch Series 5. Uh, the 40 millimeter right now at Target and Costco at the moment is $299. So really, really great steal there if you're trying to uh, cop a uh, Apple Watch. Uh, again, Apple stuff typically doesn't go on sale a whole lot. And then let me... Real quick, a deal that doesn't exist anymore, but I want to just talk about it for a second. I don't know what the was. Something fall? Uh, yeah, no, I think Paul is doing something to the oven. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Google Home, the original Google Home, you know, the taller one. I don't even remember. Does that have a sub name? Uh, just Google Home? No, Google Home. That's the original Google Home. Yeah. yeah. So that was on sale for $30 at Target. It's uh, retails for $100. It's no longer available at any of my local targets. And I doubt that like it's available in any of the ones. But uh, $30 is a hell of a steal. Now I know that there's some people probably thinking like, why would you you want to have that? That has a significantly better speaker than the minis. Mm. The audio is a lot fuller. Yeah, it would be a great time to cop that. Uh, open box as well. So this is you know, the big thing I want. I kind of want to pimp out. Check if you're in the states or Canada, and you have a Best Buy near you. Check their website for Openbox. Check it, check it, check it, check it. Because you can get some great deals. I'm going to let you in on this tip. If there's a 77-inch OLED Openbox at a Best Buy, it is like two grand for the 77-inch. If you're out there trying to cop a deal. That's absurd. That's That's, insane. So that's almost, that's $5,000 off. Jesus goddamn (laughs) Christ. So great time to grab one of those. So just keep an eye on your local Best Buy on some of these OLED sales. Um, you can definitely cop a great deal. Uh, that though, that's pretty much my deals for the day. Not a whole lot of deals going on, um, especially on the computer side since those are in demand. Of course, they're not going to go on sale. That's another thing I was going to talk about with that LG Samsung um, debacle going on with them expecting to take a huge hit on home theater stuff. I'm sure those are going to go on great sale like right away. Because they want to sell those. 
So on the new stuff, I'm sure if you keep an eye out in the next month or yeah. so, there's going to be some pretty good deals on those as well. If you're looking to cop one of the newer models. That's actually a note I wanted to include too. When mm-hmm. all of this shit, like companies are going to need to make as much money as they can in the next several months to compensate for sale numbers or, you know, low sale numbers. Yeah. So I imagine there's going to be a lot of really, really crazy deals where they're going to be not making anywhere near as much as they were originally, but like the incentive to get people to buy stuff is, is going to be really heavy. So I imagine deals are going to be pretty crazy in the future. Yes. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, man, I am so excited, Kevin. I got, uh, for the next couple shows, I got something to review and they're really cool stuff. So stay tuned for that. Very excited. I'll even have a little video. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm Mike Doherty. I've been your host. Uh, you can follow me at cheeks underscore junior on Twitter to stay up to date on, uh, when we're going to go, uh, when we record the show, if you want to send in questions, you can tweet them at me or you can send them into tech fever podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow again, please subscribe on audio services, leave a review, uh, rate it. It helps us get in the algorithm. Thank you. We have a very strong audio support so far. So uh, I'd like to keep that growing. I like uh, for you to subscribe, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Uh, and again, on YouTube, leave a comment down below, get in the conversation. What do you think about all this? Uh, is there any cool tech that you found? I want to know about it. Uh, I want to hear about it because me and Kevin want to try it out. Uh, so let me know in the comments down below, if you've been playing around with any new tech that you'd like to talk about uh you can follow kevin over at kind of funny kevin you can catch him on screencast every week over at kind of youtube.com forward slash kind of funny every what, what what day is it this week Ooh, we did it monday and i wasn't on the show <laughs> i feel like that it's, show is a different day every week it's it's well, I mean, our schedule moves around quite a bit because of like we're trying to be more dynamic and go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. So catch them every know. week. Go over there. Just check up every day over at kindoffunny.com. Not watch that shit live. There's, there's <laughs> nothing. There's no, no advantages to that, you know. Uh, does it go? When's the post though? Post the same time. Uh, you know, that's a interesting. <laughs> so, it depends. Okay. It posts the day after. Just on Friday, it'll be up. Friday, every Friday, it will be, something will be there Friday. So go check it out over there. Uh, yeah. if, give Kevin a follow. Uh, until next time, this is Tech Fever. This is Kevin Coelho. I'm Mike Doherty. I'm trying out different outros. This is Kevin Coelho is what you just said. Yeah, th- that's Kevin Coelho right there. No, Well, that's Kevin Coelho. If you say this is Kevin, it's like me saying this is Mikey. You know, that doesn't make any sense. This, this is, is Kevin Coelho. That is Mike Doherty. And I got the fever. Let me say I got the fever. (laughs) How do you want me to (laughs) kick it to you? I'm trying to figure out this outro. Let me just jump in. I'm kidding. We got it. (laughs)